The following audio brought to you by TSF Entertainment Podcast may contain graphic descriptions of violence and or audio clips of violence or sexual explicit events. Listener's discretion is advised. This is a big rich town, yeah, yeah. And I just come from the poorest part. Oh, bright light, city life, I gotta make it. This is where it goes down, yeah, yeah. I just happen come up hard, come up hard. Legal or illegal, baby, I gotta make it. I never it. took a straight path nowhere. Life's full of twists and turns, bumps and bruises. I live, I learn. Yes. What's good, TSF Entertainment Podcast fans? It's your boy, the Juggernaut of Souls, and we are back in the building with another one, and this is Power Book 2, Episode 6 after the break, was free, and I'm here with the fam, Really BTV, Jack of Jordans, and Retro CG. Y'all say what's good, fam? Yo, yo. Hey. Yo, what's what's up? up? What's good? What's going on, y'all? We back. We're back. So we're at what? Power Book Two, Season Two, Episode Two Hundred Six. What's free? Um. Mm. All right. So I know we've been gone for a minute, y'all. Y'all know this is my least favorite of uh, the Power uh, installment. So <laughs> the, the the gang the gang has to really really threaten my life to get on these po- uh, podcasts. For, uh, for sure. So I, I'm here under duress, guys. <laughs> nah, but seriously. Uh, so I guess we'll jump right on in to the episode. I mean, we're we start off where we left off at in episode five. We a lot of things happen in episode five. Tariq got arrested. Lorenzo gets out of jail. So we're kind of picking up. Uh, we've been on what like a two week hiatus. So we're back now. Yeah. What was it? Christmas, off. Christmas weekend, and then New Year's weekend. It was a. Uh, is when they use the breaks. Yeah, they took a good break. Um, so the episode starts off with Lorenzo's welcome home party. Uh, that's basically what it is. And uh, Monet, Monet, uh, you know, I'm not going to drag Mary J. Blige. I'm not going to drag her today. I, I just wish that we, we could see more range with her. I, I, I mean, in this particular in this particular episode, this particular situation, her mannerisms are appropriate. They're, they're totally appropriate. So I, I can't drag her in this episode for her her facial expressions and her attitude. Mm-hmm. They're 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 appropriate. <laughs> so the episode starts off, you know, it's painting the room and you know, everybody's over to the house. Um, you know, and it's mostly, you know, uh, a Spanish crowd. You know, there's a lot of people there that are there uh, on behalf of Lorenzo. Uh, celebrating him, you know, Monet's kind of walking the room, you know, working the crowd, and you know, she looked disgusted. I mean, she absolutely looked like she'd rather be anywhere else in this world than in her own home right now. Am I the only one who picked and, up on that? <laughs> yeah, I think it was more so her. I think she it was more so her trying to figure it all out. You know what I'm saying? She's like, damn, like right, She's trying processing. to process it and figure it all out. Like, how the hell did he get out? And now I'm here with this. But because we saw that at the end of episode five, we saw that right, and that's how she came home. I was gonna say before we get too heavy into this, um, you know, you mentioned Tariq going to jail. That that note that Ghost left, man. Oh yeah, we got to talk about that note. That uh, I was gonna lead up to that, but we got to talk about that note that Ghost (laughs) left. That that note was everything. 
But uh, but we saw that at the end of episode five when she came home because she had already been out with Dante. Uh, when she right. came home, and she had decided she, saw, she was gonna leave. Remember, she she had pretty much made up her mind. That's what I was thinking too, Crystal. That she had pretty mm-hmm. much made up her mind that she was gonna sign the papers for the trust for the kids, and that you know she was gonna run off with him. Uh, that's why I pretty much feel like she was coming home to kind of let everybody know that this is what's getting ready to happen. And uh, she got the shock of her life. I mean, she got the shock of her life when she seen Lorenzo sit at the head of that table. And you could just see it on her face right then. She she didn't know how to react. You know, she wasn't happy about it. She was processing. So that's pretty much where she's at in this episode. You know, she walking in the room and she's looking at how uh, he's um, – bragging about how Diana got him out of jail and she was the mm-hmm. only one that could get it done and she's a perfect Bonita. I'm proud of you. And she's thank you, Poppy. And she's just, you know, <laughs> taking in her moment. Hey, she's Monet wasn't feeling it though. Monet, Monet wasn't like she wanted to snatch her ass right there. She Monet was wasn't because she lost think, control. Well well one, I think it was because she lost control, but two, again, I think it was I disrespectful. Mean, Disrespectful, but also, like Monet said, I killed somebody because of this money. Yep. Like, it's one thing when you kill somebody that's in the game and they coming for you and you coming for them, but this was a civilian. Like, the man didn't do nothing wrong. And he was there working on their bar, trying to get her bar fixed back up. Right, so she tortured him and then killed him over some money that she had stolen. And again, I I have to say, what was your thought process, Diana? You had to know that like people don't just have a million dollars laying around and they don't have no plan for. Like you, what was the plan? No, no, no. Not only that, not, not only that, but people ain't gonna miss a million dollars missing like that. Right. I, I'm not gonna. That's not a hundred dollars I lost. And I over oh, yeah, I'll get. I that. ain't gonna miss a hundred dollars. A million dollars, right? Depending right. on I'm, what it is, I ain't gonna miss twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'm asking questions. And, <laughs> and so you know, she's sitting there soaking in her moment, and um, you know. Uh, we learned that one of the guys, and I, I don't got the character's names, uh, the new character today, uh, introduced the guy that was sitting at the table with the myth. Rio. So, who was Kino? the guy that rent? Rio. Known, well, I guess no, his name Rio. was Kino. The guy that, Kino. Kino. The, the guy that asked him, uh, asked Diana, where you get money from a lawyer? And she's like, oh, I'm a hustler. Yeah, that it was guy. Kino. Right. Mm-hmm. We learned that he was locked up with Lorenzo. He was locked right. up with Lorenzo, and Lorenzo was protecting him when he was locked up. Where they're all out now on the streets. Well, it looks like uh, uh, Kino is working for the competition, and so right. there's a conversation that they're having. They're, they're having a conversation around all the other stuff that's going on at the party, but basically they're having a conversation about uh, basically Kino coming to work for them, coming to work yeah, for Lorenzo, and about him working for the competition. And he's like the same people that I protected you from when we was locked up. You working for them? That make that make sense to me. And so you know, Buddy's like, you know, I'm running shit now because the head of the organization is locked up. And you know, and Monet, she's just sitting here looking at him like, yeah, y'all so stupid. All of y'all just so stupid. She's just looking at everyone with disgust. But the disrespect that he put on her at that table, where he was basically telling her, listen, uh, go get some chicken. Cause she was like, uh, "Where my cigars at?" And he was like, "What?" She was like, "You ain't smoking them cigars in the house. They stink. I don't like them." And he's like, "I'll do whatever I want in my house. Go get some more chicken." Like the disrespect he had towards her, uh, I, that I, I, that was crazy. I didn't like it. And at even all. Diana, 
even Diana, even Diana kind of looked at him like, whoa, that was kind of, you know, hard. She even looked like she was trying to assert. I think he's trying to reestablish like the hierarchy. Like, I think he's, he knows that she basically been holding it down and she's been playing the role of, you know, the leader, the head of the family. And I think he's, that's his way of like putting his foot on her neck to remind her, like, I'm back. You're not in charge. Let me put you in your place. You know, like when right. he later on when he gave her money and was like, go shopping or something. Like he's he's just reminded and and the reality is that's probably who she was before he went to jail. Yep. That's probably who she was. Yeah, she shopped all the time, spent the money, didn't ask no questions, took care of the kids. Like that probably was the role she played. But because that was, for the yep. last what 15 years, she been running the organization, she's not that same person anymore. She's right. not that person anymore, right? I agree with you on that. Um, so we did see Zeke and uh Everett now they come in and he's like, Whoa, 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 hold up, this is a private party. Uh y'all not invited, y'all need to be somewhere else. And she had to step in between them and like, that's my nephew. Like mm -hmm. that was disrespectful. And I don't like this new look that they got on Zeke, this this Kanye West look that they got on him and he clothes, like he was goofy looking as it is before. Now he looks even ten times more goofier than he did before with this new look they don't gave him. But he really Lorenzo got a and his face. He, he does have a stupid face. I, I hate to say that about the actor, but he really does. And then, so Lorenzo and the crew, they roll up on him and frisk him and everything. And I just, you can see she was uncomfortable with the situation. And he was like, oh, he's like, actually, no, I've never met him before. He's like, but uh, you should be thankful for all your aunt has done for you, nephew, and walked off. I'm like, damn, he's disrespectful as fuck. Like, yeah, he's he, disrespectful. he definitely off the, he definitely off the chain, man. Like, he came back like he wasn't going no fucking well. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out, okay, so let's talk about who all is at this party at this point. So then you see Kane and Lil Guap is at the party. Why you got this nigga up in your house? He shot your cousin. He shot at your cousin. Yeah, did you see the Did you see the look that Zeke gave him? Like, what the fuck is he doing here? Right, same thing with Drew. Drew's like, what the fuck? And Kane, you got this nigga hanging out with you like that's your little sidekick. And you... Oh, you have to also understand the whole situation. Kane is basically strong arming him to work for him. Because you remember at the end of last season where Kane went over there and shot up his, his crew and took the drugs and all that stuff. So he's basically bullying uh little Guap to be his, his soldier. And so you got him all up at the house party from he wanted to take pictures on Instagram. Dude, you just got your fingers broke Dude. a couple episodes ago. Why are you taking you in the social media with criminals? Yeah, right. That was so. I was like, "What the hell?" That is pissing me off. Like, I, 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 I thought I was the only one who had an issue with that. I thought I was. The that, one but see, why are you taking pictures with criminals? <laughs> that's gonna be his demise, man. Because Dante didn't told him that shit. I like and that Lorenzo and told him that shit. Like. Everything but that goes back to that. No, that goes back to last season. Remember, um, Monet told him that shit. That's why Monet right. didn't want to yep. do business with them last season. Because he was on Monet Instagram. wanted them killed. Yeah, Monet yeah. wanted them killed. She wanted them killed. On Instagram. Yeah. Like everything. I like Lil Guap though. Lil Guap be fresh though. I can't stand Lil Guap. He be fresh. I like Lil Guap. I can't stand Lil Guap. Yeah, he is stupid. I'm ready for him to go away at this point, but his his gear be important. He be fresh. <laughs> he be fresh for the Instagram. He be fresh for the gram. <laughs> so, you know, Kane and Lil Guap be at the party. You know, Lil Guap is trying to get in front of Lorenzo, let Lorenzo know that, hey, yo, uh, all that shit between me and Drew and Zeke and all that, we squashed. We don't move past that point. 
So you see uh, Everett is at the party. Everett is kind of being nosy, listening on business that he don't need to be listening about. And so he's pretty much figuring out that, okay, yeah, this is crime family. This is drug family. You know, Drew's now about to be the head of it. Monet is keeping all of this. He need to go to She watching everything. She watching Drew's mannerisms. She watching everything. So she pretty much uh, Kane approaches her while she was sitting away to go get chicken. Which I felt well, kind of was a little, Let me ask y'all that was a little, that was a little go be a black mammy, go get some fried chicken. I didn't I didn't really like that. Go I I wasn't feeling that either. But let me I, ask I wasn't y'all feeling that. Question. Go give me some more fried chicken. Yeah, that. But so let me ask y'all this: If Monet is trying so hard to keep Zeke away from the life, the life. and all of that, mm-hmm. why would she have even invited him and told him he could come to that party? She knew what that was. I mean, yeah, technically, I guess it was a coming home party, but she knew it was going to be full of thugs and 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 criminal. Like, why would she tell him not only that he could come, but that he could bring his friends? That didn't make any sense to me. Would she know the Fred either. is having sex with Drew? Right. Well, I think what she's trying to do is she's trying to uh, she's trying to figure out a way to introduce Zeke to the family. So I think she's struggling with how she's going to do that. So I think she's trying to bring him around more to try to find that right moment to tell everybody who he really is. That that That's the way I took that. The way I took that is, you know, because at the end of last episode, before she found out Lorenzo was coming home, she was she was getting ready to go home and tell everybody about what, who Zeke was. Mm-hmm. So I think she's still looking for that moment to introduce Zeke to the family. And I think in this case, she wanted to see how Lorenzo was going to react to him being there. That's the way I took that. Mm. So she's sitting there peeping game. I mean, uh, she's sitting there peeping game on what's up. And, um, you know, so it kind of switches to her going to the kitchen to get the chicken and whatever. And um, Kane tells her, yo, what's up with dad? Why is he playing Drew so close? And she was like, not now, Kane. We'll deal with it later. Um, so then we switched to Tariq at, at the jail cell. So I guess this is a good time for us to talk about what happened last episode where Tariq was concerned. So Tariq ends up getting arrested uh, after they did a sweep on the campus, his campus dorm. They found Detective Ramirez's badge. Uh, Lauren was a part of an incriminating conversation between Kane and um, Brayton about uh, Jabari knowing about the whole course correct and uh, all uh, something they picked up on that wire that kind of got them focused on Tariq instead of Brayton. Because at one point, you know, she was trying to spin it. Well, Caridad was trying to spin it that they were trying to get information on Brayton, but really they mm-hmm. were trying to get Tariq trapped up on the wire. And so it ends up Tate's brother ends up arresting Tariq. Tariq goes to jail. He gets a letter from the lawyer who's uh, the conservator of Ghost Estate comes and visits him. This is after he won custody of Yaz, same day. (laughs) He gets custody of Yaz the same day and the conservator shows up the same day. So I'm thinking that the conservator had showed up to try to see about defending him and getting him out of jail. I didn't realize he was coming with a message from Ghost. That's what I we thought. Have, I thought he was there to help him out. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was there to help him out. He I love the entertainment value on this letter. That that the entertainment value on that was everything. So Tariq gets the letter from the lawyer. The lawyer says this was part of your father's wishes that if you ever got arrested for homicide, 
that I was to give you this letter. And he walks off. Tariq opens the letter, and uh, what would have made it more fruitful is if he would have read it in his voice. But he, he mm. reads the letter right. in his own voice. Um, and he says, Marvin, what does the letter say? The letter says... <laughs> <laughs> Barbie, what did the letter say? The letter says, <laughs> the letter says, I knew you would be here one day, little nigga. Right where you <laughs> It's the little nigga. It's the little nigga part. <laughs> but you know, he told him that before. But I don't know if y'all, I don't know if y'all remember that. I don't know if y'all remember that, but Ghost called him that. Oh, remember when Ghost yoked him up? Uh, that, uh, that when Ghost put a gun on him that night, he, that day he was in the bed. Mm -hmm. And he was like, don't think that you're smarter than me. Don't think that you're smarter than me, little nigga. Oh, little nigga, you let Tommy in the house uh, to kill me. You became my mm -hmm. he called. He's called him that before quite a few times in other episodes. So that that's where that parallel was, little nigga. At one point, I almost thought they was going to have Kanan's voice read it because Kanan is his conscience. So any manifestation right. that he has is always Kanan. So I was almost expecting it to be Kanan's voice that read it, but it was actually Tariq's voice that read it. So he's he's laid up in a holding cell or whatever, and I I was disappointed that he got out the same episode. I, I wanted him to sit there in jail and and resonate on how he had got there, like how he go. I just knew that shit they, was coming. I knew that was coming too because they they did him just like how Angie did Ghost in season six when she arrested him. She embarrassed him in front of everybody at the club. Mm -hmm. She walked him out in front of everybody. They did the same thing with Tariq. They walked him across campus. They embarrassed him. Any and everybody that was related to Tariq saw him get arrested. So I, I just knew that they were going to have that moment in jail where they stripped him of his clothes. They put him in a, a police jumpsuit. Like, I was waiting for that moment where they did how they did Ghost. Remember when uh, Tasha was trying to call him and Angie would let him answer the phone? We need a DNA sample. Like, I, I wanted them to, I wanted Tariq to experience what it's like being booked, what it's like being stripped of your possessions, your manhood, uh, and being in jail. Damn, his manhood. Damn. You know what I mean? When they make you bend over and cough and. Yeah. So you know like how they did how they did ghost when they first processed and Tommy. the system. And right. Tommy, yes. Like I wanted him to have that moment where he really realized that, you know, this is for real. Like I'm not fuck up. But we didn't see that moment. We just see him sitting there right. just kind of at least see him when they said, you know, at least see him being in jail, that interaction. They let this man out ASAP. And being scared. I wanted to see him scared. I wanted him to see him being scared 18 Some years old. Because he can't fight. A rich kid, a rich kid locked up in jail. Man. Listen, I know what I felt like when I first went to jail. And it was on some dumb shit, like some stupid shit, like uh, driving with no car insurance type bullshit. And I know what I felt like when I first went to a jail cell. So I, I wanted to see that moment, what it would was like for him to be a spoiled rich kid and been in control who and who can't fight, who just got his ass beat, <laughs> sitting here beat up in jail. Like, right. I wish they hadn't denied us that moment. I really wish they would have showed us. That would have been a, a redeeming moment for me, for that character. That would have been a very redeeming moment for me to see Tariq have just a little bit of a sense of humility about himself. Yeah, they didn't get none of that. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't have him with no kind of you know, kind of like 
inmate interaction or none of that. And in the courthouse, you just not in the holding cell by your damn self. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. right. Yeah, and you in New York. And you in, a, and you in New York jail. You in New York jail. You ain't in just no regular jail. You ain't in no down south jail. You in New York. You in here with hardened criminals. Like, I, I need to see someone, you know, try to attack him, beat him up, rob him, shake him down like how Tony Teresi did. Like, I need to see him be fearful about getting out of jail. That would have been a very redeeming moment for us. Yeah, so, I agree. I agree. We switch back to uh, the Tejada's house. And, um, you know, Kino and Lorenzo, they continue to have their conversation or whatever the case may be. And Monet asking us, she was like, well, you've been out all this time. Why you even came around and looked at us? Checked on us. And he's like, oh, you know, I've just kind of been busy doing my own thing. So they're setting the tone that, you know, Keno ain't on the up and up. Like, he ain't nope. trusted. Yeah, like, something with him he, seemed real shysty. Yeah, he seemed a little shysty. He seemed like he just kind of trying to figure out what uh, Lorenzo's game is. Because ultimately, they're competition right now. And so Lorenzo's trying to fold him into the organization, but really his his end game is to take over their organization. And so, um, you know that 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 whole scene uh, for the first time, I actually felt bad for Monet, and um, I felt bad about how she was being treated in her by her own family and her own husband in her own home. I, I really didn't like that. And um, we see where this is where Lorenzo is pretty much public with everybody about his plans for Drew. And Drew don't seem like he's feeling it either. Drew's like, like, oh, he no, he don't want to be part of this, you know. Yeah, but, but you know what? At, the, at that moment, though, retro, at that moment, I feel as though um, we actually got that opportunity because you know the last two episodes before the break was all about who you can and can't control and having power over somebody, and yep. now we actually see that. And the episode, this episode after the break, that Monet is feeling powerless. She didn't know he was getting out of jail. She come yeah. home in the house. She come home and it's a whole damn party in the house. You know what I'm saying? So basically, it's like she don't want these people up in her house. Right, right. for that I, moment. That. Yeah. For that moment, she's actually feeling powerless. Like, I'm not in control. Like, exactly. how do I fix this? How do I solve this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For this one moment, she feel like she's out of control. And, like, it just goes on further and further. Like, okay, I'm not, I'm losing control. I'm used to being number one. And now I'm not number one. And I'm being told, take the back seat. Mm-hmm. Go get the chicken. Go fix right. some socks. That really bothered right. you to go get the chicken. Really bothered go you. Get the chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That go get the chicken. Hurry up. <laughs> uh, and then, and then, like he no co-sign to it. At least he could have been like, at least he could have been like, hey man, look, this is between me and my wife, or me and my woman, whatever. He let Kino co-sign to it. That's what I have an issue with. That that that's what I really have an issue with. You like you dismiss her first off in her own home. And second of all, go get the fried chicken, black lady. That's 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 the way I took that. That's the way it came across. That's the way you know Diana kind of even gave him side eye, like, "Yo, that's kind of harsh," you know. But she goes to get the chicken, and she sends Drew to the garage to get some wine, and she used that as an opportunity to get everything else on the bottom of there. So Monet is on point. She be watching everything, and she be seeing everything that's going yeah. on. Yeah, she may she not have on. no control. 
she may not have a control, but she on point. She know what's up. She, she got him up out of there, but not before yeah, Lorenzo she... peeped that shit. Lorenzo did peep that shit when he came in because he saw he he knew that Drew was uh, checking for that boy. So Give she him went googly in and said, eyes, and sad eyes. Googly eyes, right? She's like, get the book up out my house. And he did too. <laughs> and he a, he a rat right. bastard, so he needed to die too. <laughs> His goofy <laughs> ass. I think Kane well, Lorenzo gonna kick him too. Lorenzo, like Lorenzo, yeah, Lorenzo was like, Lorenzo I know who he is. Yeah. yeah. She said, you ain't welcome here. Get the fuck up out of my house. He got on the pot of there, too, with his goofy self. Um, <laughs> and so... Their whole team is a bunch of goofballs. Yeah, that whole team, that's a terrible basketball team. <laughs> um, it is Stansfield, but... Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, do y'all even have a winning record? Like, he... Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Y'all so walk around. So nobody know y'all and shit, but y'all got these top-tier players Y'all got the, the NBA talking. got all these Nobody. draft players, all these draft players, a whole team of draft players right here at Sandsfield. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so we switch to the next scene where Lorenzo and Monet is in bed, and like every intimate scene, every scene where they're in bed together, or they just got finished doing something, they just do not look comfortable with each other. They just her Louis pajamas right. was fire. Yeah, the, yeah, the, like the pajamas, pajamas was fire. Pajamas the night. Louis pajamas was fire. She's she's on top of the bed with pajamas on. He up under the cover. Like she just she's she's not comfortable being intimate. She's just not comfortable with these type of scenes. Like she don't look comfortable at all. She just look like she disgusted. She she at the edge of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her body language was absolutely her body like, language. I'm disgusted. Her body don't language was like me. I don't even know this nigga. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> she at the very edge of the bed. Like she's damn near on the nightstand. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, and so Diana bring her little messy ass and get somebody dad I got breakfast. <laughs> Yo, why she hold her mom like that? How she not gonna bring her mom some breakfast? That was me. Right, that, oh, that was petty. She's like, Oh, I didn't think he was hungry. She said, Oh, uh Lorenzo the only one get breakfast. Right? right. And how you not gonna be hungry first thing in the morning? Like what kind of shit? She should have slapped her ass right there. She's definitely, she's definitely doing everything in her power to play her her dad against Bessie. her mom. And it's, mm, it's a yeah. revenge for the way her mom has been treating her. Like, I can't be mad at Diana because of the way her mom been treating her, but it's it's so disrespectful to watch. But when you think about how, how Monet has been treating her, like not letting her go to school, basically training her to be a hustler's hoe, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. And talking to her crazy and yoking her up and talking to her crazy. So it's definitely revenge. You're right about that. It's definitely revenge for how she's been treating her. So you see the boys walk in, Kane and Drew. They come in with his old clothes out the basement. I'm like, oh, I don't know what y'all brought that shit here. Y'all need to took that shit to Salvation Army because anybody wearing that 19. And why would y'all even still have it? Like, what makes you think that there's anything that he wants? Like, I can see certain things for nostalgia, like his Jesus piece. Like, I can see that. But just jeans and t-shirts, nigga. What? Man, throw that shit away. Throw that shit away to Goodwill. Ain't nobody wearing that shit. So he basically tells them that they get ready to go shopping, and you know everything is going to be exactly the way it used to be around here. He's like, I'm gonna make dinner for y'all tonight. He's like, this family's gonna be exactly the way it was ten years ago. And she's looking at him like, nigga, you, 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 you lost the time. Time has moved on. You haven't. But time has moved on and things have changed. Like you, we can't have this life back the way we used to. Those kids were younger. Those kids were involved in life ten years ago. 
Like, you have to understand that this is what your family is now. And you wanting to put your family back together the way it was 10 years ago, that's where their inner conflict is going to be because he's living in a fantasy world where he thinks mm -hmm. that they're going to be this already happy made family. And he don't know that his family is just totally dysfunctional right now. So we switched to Tariq's arraignment, his bill here, or whatever. And I, I can't see how anybody get a goddamn arraignment for murder. Two homicides at that, that quick. And one being a cop. And a cop. Uh, and one being a cop that quick, and here we are. We getting ready to do a bail here, and it was that uh just uh bail denied. <laughs> right. Police officer, uh, bail was not appropriate. And usually, uh, on homicide cases, um, that's why Carrie was so adamant about it when she was talking about it in the classroom. Usually on homicide, especially, I mean, uh, you would think that a death of a New York police officer—that's what capital murder. Did you see all the damn police presence in the damn courtroom? Look, when she made the comment that nobody showed up for Tariq and they panned that to that background, you saw a whole they did a bunch of cops sitting up in there. It, showed, it was a whole new all the NYPD. Mm -hmm. Yep. Like, we're going to make course, sure your ass don't get out. <laughs> and then Davis had to tell Tariq's stupid ass, shut up and sit the fuck down. You, you finna fuck up something. Shut up. Talking about I'm being set up. I'm being framed. Shut up. He pretty much said, shut up. Don't say nothing. But he still didn't get the bail. But, you know, he was trying to approach it as where they just had another black guy here that they had brought charges up on for this murder. Now they can't make up their mind what black person they want to uh, charge with this murder. But that judge was straight laced and he was like, nope, bail die. He's like, I can't, I can't give you bail for this because of the charges. Um, but the evidence is uh, shoddy at best. But because of the charge, I think is what he was denied bail. Tariq has looked around and went nobody in there. I don't, who was he looking to be there, though? That's what I was trying to figure out. Like, who did he really expect to be there? I mean, everybody that he had in his corner, for the most part, that say they're there, they're for, they're for him. I mean, possibly risk, Lauren. possibly risk exposure to being investigated them damn selves if they were there. Right. They, mm -hmm. they wouldn't have been allowed in the courtroom because they're not family. And uh, would you think your grandma was going to be there? You just took her to court and ran her ass to rehab. Yeah, yeah, you got your mammy. You got your mammy. You got your mammy ran off the witness protection. So who the hell did you it, think you killed your daddy? Who did you expect to be there? It's funny. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned the grandmother, though. I think at some point the grandmother is going to be there because you know, and uh, she wash her hands with him at she the does. episode when he at the episode when he went to court to his with his grandmother and he said i love my grandmother and she needs help he said i'm willing to pay for the help she needs and help her i just want my family back to back together again but right now she needs help i think at some point grandma gonna come around nah that's a praying grandmama that mama don't wash her hands grandma done with Tariq. she she ain't got no more use for him he don't took her to court and he don't cut <laughs> off her money she she done that, that lady done. She ain't fucking with Tariq no more. <laughs> and again, again, nobody nobody questioned him talking about I'm willing to pay for it. Like you're gonna take money out of the estate because how you paying for it? Right, that's true. And so he, but you know, they did ask. They he did ask because when he was in the holding cell with Davis and Sax, he asked. He said, "What happened to my sister?" And uh, Sax was like, "Well, she's been back, put back in the foster custody." 
He says, uh, they gave me custody. So what's going on with that? It was like, uh, you just lost that. So she's back in the system again. So you may be right about that, Marvin, because uh, since the, the sister is back in foster care again, we probably haven't seen the last grandmother again. So she's probably going to, at some point after she get out of rehab, come back and try to get... After the, um, laid, after the way she laid him out, nah, she ain't got no... Like you said, um, Retro, she ain't got no use for him. None. Yeah. No, I, I ain't talking about coming back for Tariq. I think she's going to come back and try to get Yasmin out of foster care. I think oh, yeah. Her, yeah, yeah. her trying to fight Tariq for custody still. I think that's going to be an ongoing thing. I don't think there's a resolution with that because once that grandmother uh, gets her life back together, she's going to come back and try to get Yasmin back. And that's that's what they're going to show definitely. us. There's going to there's gonna continue to be a power struggle between Tariq and the grandma over Yasmin. Right. I think that's what they're they're going to show us. So I don't think she's going to be supportive to Tariq anymore. I think she, praying grandma is done. She she told that judge, I pray about it. So praying grandma is done. She didn't fuck with mm-hmm. Tariq. Oh, boy, is evil. But you see in that, um, that, uh, that boy is evil. He's Chucky. Um, you see in that scene with Sax and Davis, they t- uh, try to talk to Tariq and let Tariq know, listen, you ain't get bail. But there's certain appellate judges that will probably make uh, allowances with influence and money. So you know Davis getting ready to try to run up a check on your ass already. He was like, shoot, get Rashad Tate up in here. I'll take care of the rest. Mm-hmm. And, and you can see it all over Sack's face. Like, why are we even here? Sack's have it all over his face. Like, why are we even here? We know he's guilty. He may not have because killed the cop, but we know. And that's what Davis basically told him. Like, we here to make money. We don't care about whether he's innocent or not. We're here to get this money. So shut the fuck up and let's get this and, money. And that's why it's not going to work. That's why right. it's not going to work. That's why the David Cooper diff- sex thing is not going to work. That's why that's not going to work because they have two different motives. Sachs want uh, justice. Uh, Davis want money. And that's all he want. He want money. He's like, he's paying mm-hmm. us. And he's paying them two, three different ways right now because he's paying them for them to yeah, find he's whole, whole lot of <laughs> he pay, he paying them to find Tasha, which they already know where he at. So that's his free money, and he's paying for a million dollar de, uh, defense. And let's talk about the ten percent of the million dollar bail. Where is Tariq getting his money from? Where Wait, I was just about to say that. Where the hell who he got a hundred thousand dollars to put up for this little evil? Who got a hundred thousand dollars? Hey, that man said bail a million dollars. So at a million dollars, you need for ten percent of that. So you need you need a hundred k. Where the hell that money come from? Who posted the bail? Mm-hmm. Who who posted the bail? Cause ain't Monet, they strapped. They strapped. She gave her last little two hundred fifty thousand she had to Davis. But see, that's what I thought that she was doing. That. When she showed up with that bag of money, I thought that she was uh, paying for Tariq's defense. That's what I really thought that she was getting ready to do with that money. Mm-hmm. The only way I'm seeing. Him getting bail posted is if they come out at some point, sometime, somewhere, it's Simon Stern. Because he finds a way to get his ass back in everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. But his his I don't, see it, I don't see it being I don't see it being any other Westerns, not even fucking Brayton going to his family accent. I see it somehow, some way being either Stern or Stern's husband. They should have done that. They should. They should have. They should have said Simon posted his bail because uh, you remember he was trying to post Ghost bail when Ghost was locked up. Uh, yep. They should have seen where Brayden had went and tried to get uh, bash them to put the bail money up. I re- I really wish they would have explained how 
who posted the bill for Tariq. Uh, that would have been very interesting to see because you can't post bail for yourself and he don't got a hundred thousand dollars sitting around. So somebody had to go post bail. Maybe it was uh Bill Bondsman. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was a bail bondsman. But we see uh, for that amount. Uh, hmm. I know. I don't even think they would do more than five thousand dollars <laughs> for real. And they come get your house and all your assets. Uh, so we see Kane and uh, Drew and Lorenzo. They over to the bar, and um, you know they kind of they don't came back from shopping or whatever. And that's when Kane gives him the Jesus piece, which I thought that was a great idea too, Crystal. Where you know giving him something back that he had, you just upgraded it a little bit. Whatever, mm-hmm. and of course, Drew having his little soap opera moment about being shot there at the bar and all this bullshit. So, you know, Lorenzo was like, "Man, you gotta get out your feelings about that." You know, we gotta talk about this business, and that's when we see him really strong arm Kane. Like he, Kane act like he is just terrified of his father. He's scared death for Kane. Drew well, remember like his he, father whooped his ass. Like I forgot you know, about that. Yeah, 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 I forgot about that because Drew don't seem like he's too scared of him. But I think that's he part just, of the reason when he says that, "Why won't you put me in charge? Or won't you put me in charge?" I think like Lorenzo, like Lorenzo didn't forget what Kanan did. I mean, what Kane did. At all. Went against the family. Went against the family. He, he didn't forget that he didn't he get really, the family. He ultimately beat his ass over Monet. Like, don't don't disrespect my wife. That's right. I forgot right. about mm-hmm. that. I forgot about that part. But he basically tells him, "This is where we learn." What y'all doing in the background? <laughs> this is where yeah, we. Uh, this is where we learned that. Um, he was um, strong arming him for the connect. Like he was wanting to get uh, in contact with who the connect was. And um, he asked Kane then, he's like, Well, you ain't got the, the dude's cell phone number? Like, call him. I want to meet him. I want to meet with the connect. And right. so Drew's like, You know, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't have to be a part of that as long as you and Monet are a part of it. Like, I don't need to meet the connect. He was like, Oh, yes, you do, because you never know what happened. So basically, what he's telling Drew in that instance is if something happened to me and your mama, you need to be able to continue getting weight. You need to be able to continue running the business, the organization, uh, mm-hmm. if something happens to me. So what y'all think about this, this whole dynamic with Drew? I think that at, at at this point, it was like big brother bullies little brother. You know what I'm saying? And it it started like when they in the, when they in the bar and like you said, Drew had that whole little reflection of, Oh, I was shot in the arm, and in that moment it was hot, and this and this and this and all this other stuff. And basically, like you said, Lorenzo told him, like, look, hey man, you gotta get the fuck up out your feelings. Yeah, you've been shot. That's a physical thing, but it does something to your mind. At that point, he was telling him, like, look, bro, you can't walk, you can't be in this life, and you worried about being shot once. You gonna have to, you gonna have to toughen the fuck up because I want you running this. At that point, you see Kane basically like, yeah, never mind all that shit, and slides him the Jesus piece. You know what I'm saying? Right. And when he slid him the Jesus piece, he opened it up. He like, yeah, he like, man, I remember I used to have one of these like this before I went in. He basically told him like, that was, this is yours. You know what I'm saying? I just had it polished up, added some more stones to it, this and this and this. And he like, oh, okay, that's what's up. Instantly, Lorenzo shut that shit down, though. Like, man, a real welcome home gift would have been if you had the plug here. I'm exactly. like, oh, shit. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Lorenzo basically like, man, you know what I'm saying? I think if he wanted to do anything, 
Kane wanted that look at me, look at me, mom, look at me, daddy moment. And Lorenzo shut that shit down. Basically, like, man, yeah, you should have had the plug here. I think, yeah, in any event, and, and Kane, and Kane, exactly. That's what I was gonna really say, Damon. He's looking to try to connect with his father. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he had that. Look at me, daddy. I'm riding a bike without training wheels. You know what I'm saying? His daddy, like, yeah, but you wobbling. So, <laughs> but what about that plug? <laughs> right. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so he yeah. put some straightening on him, right, Bobby? He put some straightening. He, he on put him. some straightening on him real quick. Like, yeah, this Jesus piece, nice. And you saying this is my Jesus piece, but upgraded. Hey, no, where that plug at? Because that plug is what's gonna keep this money coming in the house. You know what they I'm saying? His family bed, right? And yeah. I also think, I also think he wants the plug because he wants to cut. He wants to cut Kane out as soon as possible. Again, I don't think. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah. he trusts him. Like I don't think he wants. Like he told Monet, he said, as long as Kane is getting respect in the streets and playing that gangster shit, he's good. Like leave him over there. But he's not. He's not ready to be in charge. And listen. I don't agree with the fact that he's strong arming his kids into a drug lifestyle, but he's not wrong. Like Kane, Kane can't run shit. No, he can't. He's too reckless. He's too, he's too reckless. Kane is a killer, and if it's left up to him, he'd be excommunicating everybody. Then nobody wants to work with him. So if ain't nobody on the world want to work with him, how do we have a fucking connect? Well, that's part of the problem right there. That's part of the problem right there in the situation they're in right now because he hot-headedly got rid of Ramirez. So you're right. He he Kane is part of the problem with the family is going through right now because of he all reacts off emotions. He reacts off emotion. Yes, I agree. So moving on, moving on down to uh Diana in that bathroom. <laughs> Diana in that got Monet bathroom. about to kill her ass. <laughs> I uh, feel bad for Diana, man. She's like, look at her little heifer. <laughs> she's sitting there just pressing in the mirror and fixing her hair. She bought they roll up on her like, listen, little bitch. Why you why you ain't tell me your father was getting out? And she was like, uh, because he told me not to. And she had a little attitude, uh, because he told me not to. He ain't wanna get your hopes up. <laughs> and she's like, Okay, well, you took that money and you know I killed somebody behind it. So what you think about that? I ain't tell you to do it. I ain't tell you to kill that man. I'm like, you disrespectful little helpful. And, and that's what I'm saying. Up. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you literally, you caused your mama to kill somebody, and that's your attitude about it. I ain't asked you to do it. And and you stole from her. And you stole from her on top of yeah. it. Right. Poor and Diana. She had nerve to be <laughs> neck rolling. Then she got to be the word neck rolling. She talking about I get your husband out, and I'm fucking with you. Man, what she said that for? Monet snatched her ass up real quick. So, little bitch, I kill you. <laughs> right. What she telling you? Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> like, don't think it's your daddy home that you won't get these hands. <laughs> right. You won't get, get this motherfucker work. But I, you know, look, you know, with Diana, with Diana, I, I kind of feel bad for her. She can't, she can't win for fucking losing. She trying to, she's trying to impress everybody to get what she wants. She's trying to put her family back together is what she's trying to now do. So she's not, she wasn't wrong. Life. She wasn't wrong for her intentions, but it was the disrespect to her mother. But right. at the same time, I totally wholeheartedly agree with what Crystal is saying. It's retaliation for how her mother treats her. When you treat it, when you keep a child close and they start going off on their own, it's the same thing with Tariq. Ghost got punished by his child 
because of how he treated the family. So it's the same right. scenario with Diana. Diana is punishing her mother based on how her mother treats her, even though her mother feels like she's doing what's the best interest for Diana. Diana ain't feeling it. She ain't feeling it. She won't let her go right. to school. Not, and, and, she she run her ass from up there in Stansfield every time she want to go up there. She got to drive her around, stay at the house, you know, training her to be a hustler's hoe. So, you know, she she want more for herself than that. And and her mama's and that's fighting like, and her. That, and yeah, and that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Like it's kind of like you can't win for losing. You you stole money from your mama to get your dad out of jail, which you successfully did. Your mother, you you were you pretty much rebelled against your mother because your mother want didn't want don't want you to go to school. Your mama like fuck that. You gonna be out here in these streets. Now you steal money from your mother to get your dad out of jail because your dad wants you to go to school. But then now that you go to school, he basically like yeah your ass going to St. John's. You ain't going to fucking Stansfield. Right. That's what's funny. Well, it's still not working out the way she wanted because she thought. Oh yeah, daddy on my side. Daddy gonna let me go to school, and he like, yeah, you can go to school, but I'm still in control. You gonna go where I want you to go, right? So it's still, it's like, it's like not do what I do, do what I say. Like you, you still lose because mm-hmm. now you yep. still not, you still ultimately not getting your way. But what I wanted to understand about that, I'm so glad y'all brought that up because I was going to, uh, I had stuck a pin in that. But since we're on that subject, we can talk about it. Is that the same school that Effie go to? St. John? No. I don't think so. I have so. no idea. I, no, for Effie some reason, I want to feel for, for some reason, I want to feel like that's the school that Effie go to. That'd be good, though, because then she could learn like a different part of the game from Effie, which that's she what I was kind of learning how to scheme. So it's kind of better for her not to go to uh, uh, Stansfield anyway, because she's going to get wrapped up in all that mess that's going on there. It's, there's too much stuff going on at that school already with Zeke, with Everett, and Drew. Tyree, Brayton, and all that. She don't need to be nowhere near that goddamn stands here. So Monet is mm-hmm. 100% right about that. But what right. would be a good twist is if that's the same school that Effie is going and her and Effie got their thing going over there at their school, I, I would really like for that storyline to uh, pair those two together. They, because I like that little character mix that we had with them when they were out uh, buying the clothes and stolen credit cards. And Effie was educating her then. So if she really want to get a real education, she can go there to that school where Effie's at, and Effie put some um, knowledge on her because Effie is smart, book smart. Because remember, Effie even asked her, "Are you even smart?" Because she was telling Effie she wanted to go to school and blah blah blah. Effie's like, "Are you even smart?" Pairing her with Effie would really get her the training that she really need to be where uh, Tariq is at. Because I feel like Effie and Tariq they are equally matched. I feel like intellect-wise, they're equally matched. Street-wise, I think Effie is a little bit more experienced in the streets with Tariq. Yeah, she's schooling him. She's and we know she can, yeah. well, know she can fight. <laughs> Am I the only one that still... I'm still not necessarily trusting Effie because I'm still stuck on that shit that happened when they were in high school. We still don't know who she betrayed, who she betrayed him for, why she betrayed him. For all we know, she could have been working for the cops. Like, we still don't know. Like, I'm not satisfied. I mean, no, Mecca, 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 her daddy. <laughs> that's who it is. <laughs> right, because, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, we never really got to, all we know is she was like, yeah, you owe me for that. And we know that in the, we know that in the drug game, you come up that short on some shit, like, you're going to die. So the mm-hmm. fact no, that she still no, walks alive, I, they, I, and, she, and she swooped in as soon as Tariq needed her. Now, mind you, 
two weeks ago, Tariq could kiss her ass and fuck him. Now it's Tariq, I got you. I'm gonna be there for you. And they back, they back having sex and everything. And I'm like, wait a minute, what the? But, that, but they mentioned they covered that when uh, remember, I want to think it was the beginning of um book two. Remember he he told he said you he said you played me, and basically she had some issues at school where they were bringing they were gonna bring it down. So they was gonna bring down some shit on her, but in order for her to get out that jam, she put it all on Tariq. Now they didn't mention who the brother was that she said was in. Um, she had a brother or something that was in the game or whatever mm -hmm. happened to the brother. They did mention that. But when Tariq got caught with the drugs at school at Choke, she actually told him, like, yeah, they it was some consequences coming down on her for some shit. And basically, in order to get out of that, she shitted on him. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it might be what it is, but I don't know. I got my side eye on Effie because I ain't trust. I ain't trust. <laughs> don't don't focus so much. Don't focus so much on the uh, the high school part of it uh, with the whole drugs. Because I agree with Marvin saying about that, Chris. That they 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 closed that up when she when Tariq stole the drugs from her mm -hmm. at the beginning of the book. I'm still side eye. But I'm still side but 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 you are you are right. I, I still side eye Effie too. I don't think she can be trusted. I don't think that she can be trusted. I think that there's more to her character than who she really re pretend to be. Right now, she's a ride or die for Tariq, but I, I really think she's not that person that we think she is. Yeah, I just think it's or, more to uh, it. I, I think ultimately, ultimately, as future seasons of this show, she's going to end up betraying him, just like we did with Tasha. Let's just let's compare her to Tasha just for a quick second. Tasha was loyal to Ghost all throughout Power until... Ghost became a problem to her. So I think that's what's going to end up happening with uh, Effie. Effie is going to be Tariq's ride or die for a moment in time. Eventually, she's going to end up turning on Tariq. I think that's what's going to end up happening with that. So we'll see. Okay. So uh, we switched to Tariq back at the uh, the sale. And of course, he has a manifestation of Arcane. And he needs to go see somebody about that because uh Kaden pops up in his conscience and he's like nigga what you looking he you need to go see somebody about that he need to go see somebody about that what do you tell him Kaden be putting him on game though because he was like when he was in jail remember he said I got he said um I got bullets for the whole Tahada family he said how when they watching you nigga <laughs> yeah, uh, so, I, like, I, I like. I like. I like. I like. Basically, basically told him you can't think straight on this one. You gonna have to use your school smarts on this shit. Yep, because he's like, you can't make no move with twelve watching you. He was like, you can't uh, make no moves with twelve watching you. You gonna have and to then, play. And, and then, and, and, and then, Tariq's stupid ass talking about when I get out, I'm going straight in that nigga. Like the damage is done, fool. <laughs> you can't get out. It's like what he was trying to basically do with ghosts. Like he wanted to get a ghost so bad when he first got out, but he knew that ghost was too high. Like you, I can't mm -hmm. touch ghosts. That I had to, I have to tear him apart piece by piece. He told you know, me like twelve will be on you. Yeah, he said, he says I feel a way to outsmart him like I always do. And, and, and Kane, like, you so stupid. 
you sit here thinking you're going to outsmart 12. Like, if that was the case, you wouldn't be here now. That's basically what he's nah, going to outsmart 12. <laughs> yeah, outsmart Kane. I don't think Kane is smart, but he, he ain't going to outsmart 12. No, 12 on his ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Especially you know what? Murder for killing the cop. I cannot yeah. wait for them to show us this in Raising Kane. I can't wait for us to show this transition with Kane because Kanan is so on point. Kanan is so on point with the things that he's telling him, but we don't see that. He he's gonna he's gonna take a very big drastic change in his character in raising Kanan because right now he's Tariq in raising Kanan. <laughs> and so right. it's gonna be very interesting to see how he becomes so this Wizard of Oz of all knowledge of street life. So I think he's gonna learn a lot of that from uh, the things that Raquel did. I think he learned a lot of uh, how to maneuver himself in the street based off of how his mama done business and how she treated people. So I can't wait to see that that parallel. So um, uh, what did he say about Tasha? He said something about Tasha that kind of uh, made Tariq realize that Monet was the one that was behind all this. But technically, it wasn't Monet's fault. Monet did not tell Kane to set Tariq up. Kane did that on his own. Am I the only one who felt like that? That's... But she had said something that made him realize that he had to do something. Like no, he told he no. To follow me. She told no, him. No, uncle, he did that on his own. That ain't had nothing to do with Monet. He did that on his own. Yeah, okay. yeah, because she told him to go get that body. She told him right. To get Monet just because... said, "Don't let this shit blow back on um, Zeke." That's her Zeke. only issue. Oh, right, right, right. Yep. Yeah, he had to put it on somebody. I guess, but like, but like she said, but that's too close to home. Like you still planting it on somebody we got an association with, right? Yeah, but and that's that, what and then we're doing business, and then we're doing business with, her. right? Lorenzo told her that wasn't smart. That was not smart to have uh, that body put on Tariq when he's associated with us. That's why she was like, "Wait, what?" I had nothing to do with that shit. Right, 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 right. But of course, she can't lead him to believe. You know what I'm saying? Like the more she, the more she lets Lorenzo into, the more it shows him that she's not in control. She's never been in control. So that's why she mm-hmm. just had that dumbass look on her face. Like, wait a minute, what? Put the body on Tariq. I had shit to do with that. And so we get back to uh, the college. Finally, we up at the uh, college, and uh, Lauren confronts uh, Carrie about the wire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and help me to understand that. So Carrie is responsible for her wearing wire. I thought that the detective made her wear the wire in order to get out of the uh, drugs being found in her room. How did Carrie get mixed up in all that? Carrie right. kind of persuaded her to do it a little bit. Kind of was like he was like the in between person. It. Okay, okay. She yeah. talked. She was the in, she was the intermediary. Okay, got mm-hmm, it. Pretty got much. It, got it. Pretty much. Got it. Because she was working with them. She was trying to get her mm-hmm. name cleared. She was okay, like, "Let me talk it. to her. Let me talk to her." And she put it in a different way, cater to the audience. Uh, she put a battery in much. her back. I remember now. She mm-hmm. did. She put a battery in her back because she was like, uh, "You don't want your parents to find out. You don't want this to go on your Stansfield record." Okay, yeah, she. Okay, that's why she's pissed off with her. Okay, got it. Because I was trying to figure mm-hmm. out why was she so upset with Carrie about the wire. Like, the, the fans put the wire on her. You know, Carrie didn't put the wire on her. The, the new Rolex. 
she wanted she wanted Caridad to defend her. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. And she was mad because she knew that Caridad was focused on Tariq, but she manipulated her into thinking that she was getting information on Brayden and not Tariq. Got it. Exactly. So Kara takes the watch from her and puts it in her purse. And she's like, we can't talk about this here. And, you know, Rashad take creep up, you know, and they get ready to have class. And light skin, he's like, y'all act, y'all, act like, y'all act like we can ready to have class and Tariq is not free. And, of course, you know, they have an open discussion about... Uh, You're right, we just going to not address uh, the elephant in the room? Like, right. Yeah. Uh, so they basically have a discussion about Tariq going to prison and how uh, freedom is an illusion. And, you know, of course, to, uh, Tate, he's trying to be diplomatic about the whole situation or whatever, but he really don't want Tariq to go to jail either. But, you know, Carrie, she wants justice. And, you know, Lawrence, they're big mad. And, um, but, I mean, he is guilty. So, I mean, Carrie, that is not wrong. I, you know I don't what? understand why everybody. I don't understand why everybody's uh, attacking Carrie. Tariq really did kill Javar. <laughs> so don't you? Because they're going the guilty to the innocent route. They're I going really, the guilty to the route. I really, I really re- respect. But he is guilty. I really, I really respect that scene, and I'm gonna tell you why. That scene gave us a visual of what goes on today. If yep, you see real. Mm-hmm. all the different cultures and lifestyles mm-hmm. and ethnic backgrounds in that one room and see how everybody looked at the big picture, like you had light-skinned Keisha, she basically tell the motherfuckers, like, look, get a grip. He's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, when the one when the one student said, you're, you're innocent until proven guilty, she like, in what world do you fucking live in? Because basically what she's telling you is like, the judicial system is against us as blacks. He's done. Then you had the you had the, the the young you had the young white girl. Was she like, is he going to come back to class if he gets out of jail or if he makes bail? Is he going to be? She's scared his ass. She's so now she, you see you see you see the fear of like, oh okay, he's this he's this monster, he's this killer. Then you see Lauren like, bitch, you set me up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like she the snitch. You know, so it's basically like you got for that moment. I was I really like that scene that you had all these different opinions from different backgrounds and how you see it. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't see that with everybody today, but that's the common denominator. Right. Definitely you see that. Right. Well, you definitely can see a tra- a change in Carrie's personality. Like she's she's on a witch hunt. Right she now. like fuck the, She cold. She cold. She yeah, real she cold. She definitely decided. Yeah, she like she's fuck decided him. decided that he's guilty. Yeah. Yep. She's like fuck him. He's guilty, and she want to see him go down for it. And I don't know if that's because the prosecutor side in here, in her, wanted to seek justice, or is it because it's her lover? I mean, at the end or, of the day, she was, or she was intimate because, with this man. Or is it because her fucking life is on the line? Could be. Well. She's she's trying to protect her and Zeke at the same time too. I mean, ultimately, all she's gonna end up doing is losing her job for fucking Zeke. But that that don't equate up to the level of disdain that she has for Tariq right now. It's kind of going back to how Crystal always likes to uh, comment on how Tasha feels about Kanan. So right now she has a disdain towards Tariq and she hates him. And she especially because when he first got there, she was defending it. She was defending him at every turn. And got him in canonical studies. Yep. Yep. Got him in canonical studies. So 
she's looking at him like he's betrayed me and he's killed our professor. You know, so she's looking at the students' best interest, her best interest, everybody's best interest. We got to kill her amongst ourselves. Like, y'all sit here and act like that. It's okay. Y'all got a killer sitting amongst yourselves in the classroom with y'all. He really didn't do it. So, hey, you know. But, <laughs> hey, but to, to to bring that in and, you know, and to have that have that moment with with Tate. Tate had me down laughing because immediately after that, you show, you they show him going to the jail. Yeah, he went up there. He went up there to do what he was going to do. He went up there. Yep, he went up there to go do what he was going to do. He went up there to go do what he was going to yeah, do. He saw opportunity. Opportunity. You know, he had opportunities. Yep. He saw yeah, opportunity he because he, he used the opportunity. He used the opportunity to go ahead and shake Tariq down about getting that uh, evidence he needed to right, go up the plane. He told him, he said, you still ain't got me what I needed to know. Mm-hmm. Now, why and do y'all so, think nothing? Uh, so, I'm sorry, am I jumping ahead? So he's trying no, to go ahead. No, I'm just saying he he he's trying to get to meet with with Mecca, and then the, I'm sorry, am I at the part where he's trying to get to connect, get to meet with Mecca? You are. Oh, okay. Yep. So, okay, so he Mecca basically told him, you know, you you know, you the middleman, you you know, you you you're in charge. And the way he came at his dad, like how y'all feel about that scene where he basically told his father, like, like I, as far as you're concerned, I am the connect. You gotta go through me, you know, basically like flexing on him. He had to do that well, because of Drew. He, he had to do that because of Drew, because the father is putting Drew to the forefront. So he basically mm-hmm. did that to, you know, put his dick on the table. It was like, well, look, if you want to have a kissing contest, yes, I am the connect. Because remember, he had met with Mecca prior too. And told Mecca that you know Lorenzo wants to meet you. He's like, I don't want to meet him. My business is with you. He was like, so you know, mm-hmm. you connect because you know he had already had a meeting. Well, we we're, we're missing a uh, important moment because uh, Monet had to went over there and told him, you know, basically that Lorenzo was out, what was going on, and that she was still going to be okay with him meeting Zeke or whatever. But she wasn't really ready to make a decision on how they were getting ready to. Uh, move forward, and so right. you know, uh, Mexico was like, "Listen, I don't hide from nobody. You know, I, I ain't. I, I, that's your man. That ain't my man. So mm-hmm. you know, that's that's <laughs> you. That that's your problem. I don't have to hide." And she picked up that goddamn phone. Problem. She was in. That sounded like a you problem. Listen, he she picked up that goddamn phone. Talking, I'm in the elevator. I'm like, yo, why is she? Why not just answer? Not answer the phone. <laughs> Right, and I didn't so, understand that either. Like, why not just just not answer the phone? And then you could have just as easily called back and said, "I was on the elevator." Like, why would you answer the phone and say, "I want"? I don't understand these people. I don't understand it either. And then it's just—I guess it's further cementing that message that she don't have no control. Like, she's stepping fetch for him, and mm-hmm. uh, of course, she was basically—he uh, was basically checking her on what was going on. Like. That ain't my problem. You know, go talk to your son about what's going on with this whole Tariq situation because he didn't want right. to be charged on Tariq. Right. You know, and at that point, I think that's when she made up her mind she needed to go see Davis. And she put that 250 racks on Davis and told Davis, like, listen, anything get close to my family, you need to let me know what's up. And that nigga said, double it and I will. I'm like, huh? 
If someone just gave you two hundred and fifty thousand dollars just for information, she need to die for, today. for life. That man <laughs> said, All right, double it. <laughs> right. Listen, you a friend for life. Two hundred fifty k. You a friend for life. You, right. you and I mean, that's basically that's just for information. That's not even that's for just just for information to let us know if the police are looking at. Like, come on now. That's not even for defense. That's just information. He need to die too. Yeah, I I don't know what's going to happen with him. So you know, she get home and she talked to uh, Kane, and you know, this is where I feel like this is where the family is getting ready to be divided because it's going to be her and Kane and Mecca against uh, Lorenzo, uh, Drew, and Diana. That's 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 the way I think that's going to end up happening. Because she basically told Kane she need help to get the rest of the two hundred fifty thousand dollars up to uh, uh, what you call it. She basically tell Kane to keep running Course Connect. And how she wanted to be Braden, and you know she wanted to size him up because they want to keep running course connect without Lorenzo knowing. But Lorenzo mm-hmm. wanted to shut down Stansfield. So how y'all think that's gonna turn out? Uh, Lorenzo find out it's gonna be hell to pay. Mm-hmm. That no something. It seemed like he rules with an iron fist. It's like she was trying to rule with an iron fist, but she just couldn't uh, keep it intact. So Lorenzo find out it's gonna be hell to pay, and he's probably gonna find out. Of course, he's going to find out. We know that he's going to find out. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, I'm waiting for the collision course to happen. Because it's going to happen. It's, de- it's definitely going to be one, isn't it? <laughs> well, we, line, we lined up the collision course perfectly. Oh, yeah, like I said, I told y'all that before. I'm waiting for that showdown. I just hope they don't screw up the writing, because I'm waiting. I'm definitely waiting on that showdown. I so, think, I think. Uh, so, why do you think that Mecca changed his mind about wanting to meet Lorenzo? He about to kill Lorenzo. Because, no, well, I think so. I think that too. But do you think it's because Monet went back to him? Him, no, I'm not leaving my husband, and no, you can't. Yep. Meet, uh, yep. Okay. Yep. That was actually going to be my um. That was actually going to be my question to y'all. Like, why do y'all think? Because it was funny because he told he told Kane after Kane had flexed on him. And basically told his daddy, like, he basically, you know, punked his daddy. And now he got to go back and say, oh, yeah, my connect want to meet with you now. Like, <laughs> it's going, it took That's away a little, little bit of, of flex he thought he had. <laughs> but I don't think, I don't think that Kane's going to do it, though. I do. I, 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 th- I, think I, don't, I don't think he wants I don't to. Think, I don't think he's going to. I think that, uh, uh, uh. Dante's gonna have to end up doing it on his own, cause you know he 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 lurking in the shadows. He watching everything that's going on. Oh yeah, he see everything. So, and that's another thing. I, again, and I don't know if this is gonna come up in later episodes, but how long has he really been around watching? Even before right. he went back to New York, how long has he? Cause the fact that he already knew that Zeke was his son tells me that he's been he's really been around. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he moves in stealth. That's and what that so, tells me. He's been around. So Tate took his ass up there to that goddamn jail and did exactly what we knew that he was going to do. He went yep. got old dirty judge. He went got old dirty judge. Dirty judge, and, get him up off of it. And of course, now the question though is, what do I think is in those books? Because Tariq was like, yeah, it's some stuff. It's pictures in there that. You know, could really he said some, real, uh, he said some real. He said some real incriminating shit. 
Right. You think it's some racial? Get, you think it's some racial stuff? I think it might be some racial stuff. I, I think it's some underage girls. I think it's I was thinking underage it, girls. I think, I it's think underage it's under, girls. Yeah, too, I was uh, gonna say it. underage girls more than anything. I okay. think underage girls, drugs, uh, drugs, and underage girls at the um parties at the frat parties. Why they would take pictures of shit like that, I have no idea. But when Tate get a hold of that goddamn album, he gonna go stupid with it. You don't, you don't give you that grinch smile. He hey, already but, got the grinch smile when he was in the courtroom. He had it. Mm-hmm. Hey, but did he, he had not have y'all? The whole time in the courtroom. Did he? Did he not have y'all laughing when he told him? <laughs> he said. He said, "If you don't," he said, "If you don't get me what I need," he said, "I'm gonna make sure that I'm a living hell in your life, you killer." <laughs> Yep. Cop killer, call him a cop killer. Cop killer, he called him a cop killer. He had yep. me dad laughing when he said that shit. He said you a cop killer. Yep. All right. So let's talk about the 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 fact that Tariq goes back to school the next day. And th- this is unrealistic. This is where things you, you start in assault my intelligence. First of all, he's on a low jack. He got a damn ankle monitor on. All right. Second of all, he should have been expelled on from the school. Jack. <laughs> he he should have been expelled from the school. What what Ivory League campus that's got us that all these murders up here at this campus, all these murders going on up here at the campus, including their faculty and a cop, and you're gonna let the prime suspect back in the school with no problems around innocent the until proven huh? guilty, innocent until proven uh, guilty. Uh-huh. If they if they I, expel him from school, he can sue him. Yeah, that he got a lawsuit. Innocent until proven guilty. I suppose. I I, I suppose. I, I, I get I'm, I get where you coming from. Totally understand it. But at the whole at the I'm whole, surprised at the whole example, not outrage about it's kind of like it's kind it's kind of like putting it's kind of like putting the horse it's kind of like putting the cart the the wagon before the horse. So let's say hypothetical they do say, hey, look, you can't go to school here no more. They tell him that, kick him out of school, expel him. And then we see in later episodes, not guilty. He can go back and go at that school. Now, we think in real life, we think in real life, yes, this can happen, but this is TV. But we have to, we can only assume that that's what it is. But Chris has it, but Chris, you do have a valid point that the parents at a school like that, on that level of prestige, the fact that the parents, there isn't more pushback now. I could see again legally, eh, but they could, you know, find a technicality. They could say, okay, you, you know, you got to take classes from your dorm room. You know, like they, they can do something about. to punish him. But, I, but you're right about that. That like you're surprised that the parents haven't said anything. You know. Yeah, ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, the fact of the matter is that the, that the, the murder that the murder occurred on campus, and that it is related. And that it's related to a uh, faculty member on staff. You are also got to think about the welfare of the other students. So if he is guilty, you've got a murderer amongst yourselves the whole time. That could be destroying evidence. That could be putting other people at risk. All I'm saying is they should have him in a isolation. He should be isolated from the rest of the students on campus. He should be okay. Hey, you're gonna have to take your classes remote or whatever the case may be. We can't kick you out of school because we don't know if you're guilty of this yet or not. But because of the crime and the charges and who's involved and all the investigation is centered around the school, you ain't gonna do nothing but bring uh, bad publicity up here to the schoolhouse. 
So I, I'll just, I mean, look at how they kicked him out of the other school. They kicked him out of the other school for selling drugs. Yeah, they yep, kicked, they him, kicked out of the him up out of. They kicked him up out of choke. There was no issue with that. And he didn't even kill nobody over there. <laughs> and he wouldn't even sell him a baby aspirin over there and choke. And they put his ass up out of there. <laughs> so I, to me, that just seemed to be a little bit unrealistic. At the very least, uh, he should have went before the dean. He should have uh, been allowed. Uh, he should have went before the dean. At the very least, they should have uh, moved him out of the dorm with him and Brayden. He should not have been allowed to go right back into the dorm where evidence was filed at. That's a crime scene at this point. That you just you just got evidence in there. Brady even shouldn't even be in the room. The room should be locked down right now. <laughs> it's, it's it, it, definitely should, it definitely should be because <laughs> if you like you said, that room have been wiretapped and everything. And you mean to tell me Braden's still standing that whole time? Exactly. Make it make sense to me. That's that's the whole thing. I'm just, just make it make sense to me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's just like when uh, they found a gun up at uh, Troop or whatever the case may be when um, Ghost them, um was arrested. When Ghost got arrested, Ghost wasn't able to get out of. Uh, uh, they locked his assets down. Remember, they locked down uh, Lakeisha them uh, uh, shop. Remember, they had locked up Lakeisha shop and they locked up uh, Troop. They, they was also trying to Rico on. on him. Well, they ought to be trying to run a Rico on the damn son because he just as guilty as uh, that they were. So Rico, you get the needle. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that he walked right back into that door. <laughs> like, like, first of all, why the door ain't even locked down right now? <laughs> this door, nobody needs to be in this door, including Brian. <laughs> but right. they have a very important conversation in that moment. Uh, they have an argument. And Tariq pretty much goes off on Brayden. Like, he's so stupid. Like, I, I ain't really like how he went off on Brayden. Like, Brayden is not the reason why you're in the, the situation you're in. You come in there all He's treating him like Ghost used to treat Tommy. I think he's treated him worse. I think yep. he's treated him worse. I think he treated him worse than that. He's really sunning that boy. He he sunned him. He sunned him in that the scene where he told him, basically, you stupid. And Brayden's like, listen... I'm tired of all this shit being my fault. I'm tired of all your problems being everybody else's problems. And don't sit here. And then when Tariq told him, like, just be white privilege and go get a job with your family and uh, and quit trying to be in this life, he's like, uh, nigga, <laughs> you don't act like your parents weren't rich. Don't act like same you didn't have opportunity, same opportunity. So don't sit here and act like you're doing something different than I should be doing. So Brayden put him on point with that. And so, you know, Kane seems to think that he can. Do you? Do y'all think that Kane has the control over him that he think he does? Hell no. Kane don't have no control over nothing. No, because Mo, I think Monet peeked when she went to go meet him. She's like, "You don't got no control over that boy. That boy is too reckless. We ain't gonna do no business with him." But they end up doing business anyway through Effie. So, I mean, do you think that Tariq's crew is loyal to him? Because it was very nice to see Effie pop up. And she's I think really, Brayden is. Well, that's, well, before we get to that point, I think Brayden is loyal to a fault, though. He rolled up on Lauren, like, why you just show up? Like, did you really expect this girl to show up and, and, and be connected to you? And But that just tells you right there, she is a good two-shoe. She she is not going to, she don't want to get mixed up in this. She don't want to, she don't, she thinks that Tariq is innocent. 
but because of all the chatter around his name, she don't want to necessarily be associated with it. What you but think she's gonna find out when she to expect her to show up? I mean, you claim that you I mean she's been dogging him out for the last however many weeks, you know what I'm saying? And then when he need her, she she can't even show up for the arraignment. Like we know she don't have no money, he didn't get bail, but the fact you can't even sit here, you can't even just be in a courtroom. Right. It just shows that this episode a lot it there's a lot of skeletons in a lot of people closets. Well, and it also speaks to the fact that the ones that you think that are for you are not always going to be the ones that show up for you. So, he thought that he had her under control. He thought he had her digmatized like Ghost thought he had uh Angela digmatized. You thought because you put dick in her that that she's going to be uh in servitude towards you. She's not. That girl got a mind of her own. She's trying to do what's in the best interest of herself, which she don't want to be associated with you and your uh your shenanigans or whatever the case may be. But I guess you're right when you put that uh respect, uh, Crystal. You know, they dating they, you know, they little couple or whatever. You know, I guess it's not uh uh, uh I guess it's not unrealistic for him to expect for her to have been there, but for her she's being drawn into this situation that she didn't want to be in to begin with, with the whole wire and everything. And I think that's another reason why she didn't show up because she's partially responsible. So, and that's, how's, how's that going to look when that come out when she has to go testify? That's why she took her ass down and tried to get out of it. Uh, what you call it? And he told I was just her, about like, to say she feel, I was just about to say she probably feel guilty because she was she wearing guilty. a fucking Rolex wire. So that's yep. what she, I mean, she showed up in there and, Come and find out, and Tariq find out that he that she was wearing the wire. Oh yeah, it's lights out for her too. Oh, cutting her water dead. off. But Tariq find out she wear the wire, she gonna be dead. Cutting her water off. I think uh, her. Uh, so you think it's gonna be for her and Carrie, or is it gonna be more so Carrie since Carrie kind of manipulate her into wearing the wire? I don't know. Carrie, her out? I think Carrie? I think Monet is gonna take her out. I think Monet is ultimately. Carrie, I think so too. Carrie, Carrie gonna have to worry about her job because Lauren looked like she about to snitch. Right. Oh, I mean, honestly, can I mean for the most part, we can bring up man. I guess the predictions of next episode. <laughs> well, I, I, did we cover everything in this episode? I think. Uh, I, think I think we, we did. Covered, I think we covered everything. I think the last bit of. Uh, uh, that we didn't cover in here was uh, regarding uh, Tariq and Effie. Uh, so I, I think that was a very genuine scene. I think it was a very genuine moment. She really did go over there to see about him and, you know, to she also put some knowledge upon him and, you know, it just tells you how more experienced Effie is in the streets. So it makes me wonder even more her background because she seems to have a street life under, uh, under wraps. She knows how to maneuver in the streets. And he pretty much admitted to her and Brayden, you know, that he did do those things and she had no judgment. She didn't flinch. You did what you had to do or whatever the case may be. So it just, it makes me more feel like she's more connected than what she really is. And I think she's connected to Mecca. That's her daddy. That's either her brother or her daddy. She's connected with Mecca. And that's going to be some inner He probably was a plug for something. He probably was a plug for her or something. Or he might be her plug. Some, some, he might, yeah, some, he some might some even form, be somewhere. her plug. Yeah, some form, some way. But um, yeah, I think um, I think uh, if Tyreek finds out, I think he's a smart kid. Once he start connecting the dots, so somebody close is gonna die. By it's him. over season. He gonna set somebody getting ready to get set up. 
Somebody's getting ready to get set up. And I think he's going to really – well, he wants to go after Kane right now, but he know he can't touch Kane. So, you know, ultimately, who's going to get the the murder charge? They're going to put this on this murder on somebody. They can't put it on Kane. So who are they going to put it on? Who's going to be the fall guy? I don't know. Can't put it on Z. Can't put it on Z. I think Kerry going to get that shit now. So you think they're going to set up Kerry? Yep. Shouldn't have got rid of that phone. Because he was going down the right path with it when he was getting ready to put that phone. He was he was going down the right path when he was getting ready to uh, set somebody up is the only way that he's going to get out of it. He can't go after Kane. And he can't put it back on Zeke. So uh, he really can't put it on Brayden either because Brayden, that's, that's his crew. Carrie too, so, but Carrie too hell bent on trying to make Tariq look guilty. She's the she's the nail that's sticking out right now. You know what I'm saying? She just basically mm-hmm. like, I don't give a shit with nobody say he's guilty. I don't give a damn. Like, and you still got and the reason why you're doing that is because you still have this Zeke thing, you know, floating over your head. But I, I think that basically it's gonna be her ass. She's going down. Um, we shall see. So where is y'all thinking that Carrie gonna get killed? That might be how we get rid of Carrie. That might be she might end up getting pinned on these these murders might get pinned on her. Money gonna kill her. Maybe I don't, I don't Maybe. see I don't see how they're gonna do that because they're gonna have to find a way to tie that New York detective. The detective the police detective is what's going to throw a monkey wrench and all that because Carrie don't have no relationship with that, that guy. Carrie had no dealings with that guy. The Jabari part of it would be very easy to pin on Carrie. But how in the world are you going to it, it's gonna be very interesting to see how they pin this. You know who what? I got the perfect fall guy for it. It's Everett. Hmm. It's Everett. Mm-hmm. They're gonna get Everett up on up out of there. They're gonna pin it, pin it all on Everett. I can see that. Why not? I don't like the character no way. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it a little bit more and see. I mean, there there is no other fall guy. I mean, unless they go at the angle where Tariq is gonna set Kane up for all this eventually, Mm -hmm. Uh, because keep in mind he was hurt on the wire at the school. He was in the dorm room, so Mm -hmm. eventually Kane is going to be a suspect. Kane Kane is eventually going to be a suspect. So I think the only way that they're going to uh, get Tariq out of it is to put Kane on it. Now, right. what's going to happen is uh, I don't think Kane's going to end up going to jail for it. Kane's going to end up getting murdered once they're able to pin the charge on him. Once they're able to pin the charge on him and all the evidence points towards him, then they're going to eliminate him. But as of right now, they got to set the trap. And uh, that's going to be very interesting to see how they set the trap. So while Monet is out getting her cheesecake from Jim Jr., she don't want to tell Todd that she don't want to see him no more. All she do did with that was just motivate him. She was pretty much motivating him. He's not going to go away now. You thought he was a problem before. He really going to be a problem right now because now she's rejecting him and denied him the opportunity to meet his son. So now he has even more motivation to come after the family now. So I think he's going to be dangerous. I think he's going to pick them off one by one. And ultimately, I think he's going to end up killing Lorenzo. It's going to be some fatal attraction type bullshit with him. It's like, if I can't have you, nobody else can have you type deal with Monet. And so he, he's going to really come real hard after their family right now. 
And I just, I don't know where Tariq's going to fall in line with all that. So but I think, I think, I think it's the hottest going to prevail because Monet going to find out that he was the, uh, that he was the connect. Monet was pretty much working for him. And she's going to find out what the real motivation was. I don't think that his real motivation is necessarily getting her back. She's probably part of the prize. She's part of, uh, but really, to quite, be quite honest with you, he's one to eliminate competition. He's one to get their organization. He's coming mm-hmm. after their organization. He's coming after all those drug organizations right now. So, And then getting Monet is just uh, uh, a part of that prize as well. So you might be right about it. The hottest might end up getting rid of him, but I think Dante's going to be very hard to get rid of. He's not going to be like Milan and, and the Serbians and all this other stuff. Uh, that man too dangerous and too crazy. Uh it's going to be very hard for them to hit a lick on him unless they use Kane. That's going to be the only way. Or really, it's going to have to be Monet that's going to be close enough to be able to get to him to take him out. Because Kane shook. Kane shook over him. He don't kill too many people in front of Kane. So Kane don't eat crazy. And, and I can see that happening because Monet don't want to get played like a sucker. Right now, she's getting played like a sucker. By her, by, by him and her husband. Exactly. So eventually, why you bullshit is Monet may be the one to come out on top of all this because she might get rid of Lorenzo. And I think the rest of the family, as the uh, season progresses, I think the rest of the family going to see what a big mistake it was to get the daddy out because he's ruining mm-hmm. everybody's lives and he's controlling everybody's lives. Eventually, they all going to set a lick to get rid of him, just like how they did with Ghost. They're going to get rid of that daddy, and then Monet's going to get rid of uh, Dante, and she end up being the uh, the drug lord. Watch and see mm-hmm. what happens. All right. Well, I guess that's it for me. Anybody else? Nope. I got nada. I got nope. nada for the Tahadas. <laughs> I got yeah, nada I, for the Tahadas. I'm just waiting to see Mecca versus uh, Lorenzo. Because that's what it's going to be. That's going to be a All showdown. Right. That's going to be a big showdown. I can't wait. All right. Well, where can they find everybody? Uh... You can find me everywhere, but I'm nowhere. <laughs> Y'all know where I live at. Y'all know I'll be out here on Instagram. Y'all can find me at Retro CG. Y'all can hit us up at the TSF Entertainment on Instagram. You can find me at Really BTV on um, YouTube and Really BTV underscore on YouTube on Instagram. Hey. Hey. You can find me at Juggernaut underscore of underscore souls on IG and juggernaut of souls on um YouTube space in between juggernaut and of and man that's that's pretty much it. All right. And we can find you Damon we're gonna send the back signal up for Jack and Joy. Send the back <laughs> signal up right. you know what I'm saying and then I I just I just pop up in the dark. Yep. All right y'all we see y'all next week. All right. Peace out. You are now listening to TSF Entertainment Podcast.